Amen. And uh, I can preach, but I can't sing. So um, I know the words. Been in church for long enough to know the words. But uh, yeah, singing them doesn't sound that good. You have to know your talents. Amen. Can't swim, stay out of the pool. Um, and uh, I can't even help God. I try I say to God, help me with the singing because it doesn't sound good. So, but uh, thank God for talented people around us and anointed people around us. Amen. So, you know, your, your strongest weapon is worship. Because worship is your revelation of who Jesus is. And based on how you see the Lord or your, your revelation of who Jesus is, based on that, you're going to worship Him. And so it is a, a thought just again that one day, and even as we do it now, we will continue to worship Him forevermore. So worship is a weapon because it opens up, um, it opens up God's heart towards us so much so because we are worshiping in spirit and in truth, right? And so as we worship the Lord, I want to always encourage you here in power. Um, never be concerned with what, who says what. You worship the Lord undignified. You can do whatever you want. We worship the Lord here because He's worthy to be worshipped. He's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to be adored. Amen. And so um, I find delight in worship and I don't see it in many churches that they can worship for extended periods and it's got nothing to do with them. But we will worship the Lord. Amen. I hope you say hallelujah to that. I want to speak to you briefly about water baptism. Today is our water baptism Sunday. And um, I'm trusting God for a record amount of people to sign up. We already have high numbers, but I, I'm trusting God for it. There's a figure that I put out to the Lord in my heart. And I said, Lord, we have to see more and more people getting baptized and getting filled with your spirit. The Bible says in Acts chapter number 22, verse number 16, it says this, And now why do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on His name. Acts chapter number 2, verse number 38 says this, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So baptism is, is important. The Bible says, Repent and be baptized, every one of you. Please note that, not some, every one of you. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. So we have to see from the outset is that the Father gave us Jesus. Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit reintroduces us to Jesus, and Jesus makes us part of the family of God. And so why do we need to be baptized? Because while well, first and foremost, there's different types of baptisms. So you get the baptism of repentance. That was John's baptism. You get the believer's baptism. You get the baptism of the Holy Spirit, which is a, another type of baptism. Then you get the baptism of love. And then you get the baptism of fire. Then you also get a baptism uh, where of trials and suffering. There's there's different baptisms in the Bible. And so today we want to speak about the water baptism or the Greek word baptizo. And the word baptism that I am speaking here about is not the baptism that you got when you were a child because that baptism was 
a baptism where your mom and your dad might have brought you and they might have sprinkled you and they might have believed that that is is correct and fine however the word baptism here according to the word of the lord means to be immersed immersed and it means to be put under so when we use the word baptism it means to be immersed and it means to be put under now what it also means is that when you get baptized you are telling the world you are proclaiming to the world that well a couple of things one you are proclaiming to the world that Jesus Christ is your Lord you are proclaiming to the world allegiance to Christ and in New Testament times this was a, a serious thing because they didn't just easily say Jesus is Lord because there was another Lord on the scene and his name was Caesar and so when the New Testament church when the people said they got baptized and they make this declaration Jesus is Lord Jesus is King it was a public a public a proclamation of an inner transformation can I say that again because Jesus didn't come so that you and I can pray a prayer and live like we want he came to change man for now and forevermore through the changing agent of his Holy Spirit so the Holy Spirit came and he dwelled inside of man and Jesus purchased us by the cross and now because he's purchased us by the cross you and I have been reconciled to the Father and Jesus became the reconciler right between heaven and earth oh it's getting it's too quiet listen Jesus did not die that we can live like we want because grace doesn't say I can live like I want to grace says I must live like I should according to the will of God according to the Word of God however I cannot live according to the grace of God if I want to try to do it on my own abilities I have to have a supernatural power that abides inside of me his name is the Holy Spirit and so of course baptism and I also want to say that to make it clear baptism is not necessary for salvation but the model is quite clear it's baptized be filled of the Holy Spirit so that you may go into all the world in other words again I say you don't need to get the baptism to be saved but if Jesus modeled it I kind of think all of us need to do it let me make it more simpler and say it like this if he says it we have to do it uh, we cannot live in a time and an age where we we philosophy why and how and should we No, the scriptures are clear and we should follow the Bible as it is so when the Bible says get baptized you and I should say yes Lord come on are you are you with me there should be an immediate response the reason why I say there should be an immediate response is Acts chapter number, um, 8 verse number 36 says this and on his way this is now and on his way as they went on their way they came unto a certain water and Enoch said see here is water what stops me to get baptized and Philip said if thou believe in your heart that you and trust in the Lord your God or trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and believe that he, Jesus is the Son of God you can get baptized in other words there was water the man believed that Jesus Christ is Lord and is the the Son of God and is the Savior of the world and he said what stops me to get baptized 
And Philip said, nothing, get baptized. And he baptized him right there. Are you, are you there? So you and I have the opportunity to respond immediately to the Word of the Lord. So when should we be baptized? Here's the answer. Whenever you hear the Word. Whenever you hear the Word, you and I have the ability to respond. I have somebody in my life that says this to me always. He says, listen, I can give you the truth, but what you do with the truth is between you and God. I want to encourage you this morning, as we give you the truth, respond to the truth and say, I want to get baptized and do it, right? I was baptized when I was 12 years old and when I was, was 12, you know, it's, it's when I was a, a child, of course, at that time and, and I just believed God. So they said, be, ba be baptized. So we got baptized and then they said, after you get baptized, you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. So I said, I want that. And so I got filled with the Holy Spirit. And then I, I kind of just grew up in a, in a Christian home. But then from there onwards, I, I kind of did my thing. And, and please, you shouldn't be doing your thing. You should actually just live the Word of the Lord. The, the stronger testimony is not that you were completely lost and that you are found. You know, sometimes when we share testimonies, we want to share the most horrendous stuff that He saved us from, and that's good, and He has the power to save us from that. But there's also great power in just living clean. Come on, are you there? What, I, what I'm trying to say to you, young people, listen to me. And I'm talking to myself as well, I'm still young. But uh, the point is this, you don't need a bad testimony to get a good testimony. You can just have a testimony. You can be four or five and He saves you. And you can live your whole life in obedience to the Lord. Come on, are you guys with me? You should strive for holiness, not to be like the world. We are not like the world. We have got nothing in common. We are in this world, but not of this world. Are anybody with me? And sometimes we want to have these testimonies of saying what He has saved us from. Uh, and it's good to have them, but He can just save you and live for Him. Come on, you're going to short-circuit a lot of pain if you do that. And a lot of trouble and a lot of other issues. Just live for God. Live clean. Um, and I, I want to say this. If you live clean, you actually have something to present. The wonderful thing about Jesus is this. Even though you mess up, He will redeem you if you repent. so that you can still have something to present. Come on, that's the awesomeness of God. Uh, is there anybody with me here? Okay. So, but He wants repentance. He doesn't want remorse. Remorse says, I feel sorry. God doesn't like it when you feel sorry. You don't need to feel sorry. He says, change. Come on, are you there? So if somebody says, I feel sorry, then you can say, I'm also sorry, you're sorry. But feeling sorry for what you're sorry about doesn't make it right. Repent. Change. I'm sorry, honey. It's all good. Don't feel sorry. Change. I'm sorry I lost my anger. It's okay that you lost your anger. I'm also sorry for your sorry. Change. I'll not do it again. Ah, don't promise stuff. Change. Repentance is change. And some of you should bump your husband or your wife just now. I'm teasing. Okay, then as we, as we get baptized, heaven gets an opportunity to announce you. 
Jesus was baptized and the Father roared from heaven, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. So when you get baptized, heaven announces you and gets an opportunity to say, hey, look at that boy of mine. Look at that daughter of mine. They are getting baptized. They are following Jesus. Come on, are you there? So baptism is a time where you can be announced by heaven. Then secondly, baptism, and it's important, baptism is a symbol of Christ's burial and resurrection. In other words, it is our entrance into the water during baptism identifies us of Christ's death on the cross. His burial, his burial is in the tomb and His resurrection from the body. I like what Colossians 2, 2, uh, 2 verse number 12 to 14 says in the message. It says this, Going under the water was a burial of your old life. Coming out of it was your resurrection. God raising you from the dead as He did in Christ when you were stuck in your old sin dead life. You were incapable of responding to God, but God brought you to life right along with Christ. Think of it. All your sins have been forgiven. The slate wiped clean. The old arrest warrant was cancelled and it was nailed to the cross. In other words, when you and I get baptized, baptism doesn't make you a believer. It shows that you are one. Can I say it again? Baptism means that it doesn't make you a believer. It just shows that you are one. And if you haven't get baptized, it's the day today. To say, today I'm going to get baptized. Because the old you must go. It's like moving address, for example. If you move address and they send posts to your, to your previous address, and you, and you don't get it at your new address, that's exactly it. So for example, we moved a couple of years ago and they still send the post to, um, to the previous address. And eventually it came to me, but it was months after. And of course, then I was just like, this is no longer important because I moved address. I don't live there anymore. Are you there? So when you are dead to, into this world and alive to Christ, when the world sends you posts, you just, don't, you just don't open it anymore. You're dead to that. You're no longer there. So when those friends of yours says, hey, come, let's go sin, you're just like dead. No, it's not me anymore. When those, uh, when those temptations come, you, don't, you have the responsibility. You don't need to act according to the flesh. You can respond according to the Spirit. So I, don't, uh, I don't do that anymore. Why? The old man is dead. The, alive, the new man is alive. For a Christian, sin must be foreign. It must not be a habitual thing. Oh, is there anybody with me? So baptism doesn't, does not save you, but it introduces you to the family of God. The Bible says that for we all baptized by one spirit in one body, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 12 to 13. And we need one another. So here you sit as the body of Christ. And so the Holy Spirit baptizes you into the body when you get water baptized. You become part of the assembly of God. Right? 
We have this body has got one spirit inside of it and his name is the Holy Spirit. This body has got one head. His name is Jesus Christ. Without the head, the body knows not what to do. Come on, think about it. If I take off my head, the body will not know what to do. Without Christ as the head, the body is useless. So if the head instructs us and say, hey, get water baptized, you and I must respond with great joy and say, yes, Lord. We want to lay our old life down. And the beautiful thing about it is this, is that you have the opportunity when you lay that old man down and that new person comes out of that water, you have a fellowship of believers that can celebrate you because we saw the burial. We are seeing the resurrection. And now we are looking of anticipation for the power of the living God that can live inside of you and work through you. It is a public renunciation of the world. It is a public renunciation of the devil. It is a public renunciation of all allegiance to Satan and the principalities and powers and rulers of the darknesses and wickedness of the highest places. You are publicly renouncing the enemy and you are publicly accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and as God. Listen, we don't serve a God that is deaf and blind and dumb. We serve the living God, the ruler of heaven and earth, the one that was and is and is to come. By the blast of His nostrils, He opened up the Red Sea. With a spoken word, He created everything and it still is active because He is. As you walk out of this church this morning, you're going to see clouds. That means He's still present. When you walk outside this church doors, as you're going to see birds flying around, what does that mean? His power is still evident. And you and I are born into the family of God. We are not foreigners. We are not aliens. We are sons and daughters of the living God. So we should not be ashamed of Him. He was not ashamed of us. And that's why I want to exhort you and encourage you to run to the waters of baptism because it is a time to publicly acknowledge Jesus is Lord. It's not Lord of some. It's my Lord. It's my God. Are you there? In the circles of theology, there is a lot of thought around, okay, you know, am I baptized when I'm a baby? No, because you can't exercise your will when you're a baby. So that's not it. That was your parents trying to do things right. But that's not baptism. Are you okay? Then what is also not baptism, if you don't decide that you want to accept Jesus Christ as Lord, then it might just be a bath, not a baptism. You must accept Jesus Christ as Lord and as God, as your Savior. And you must receive His offer of redemption. Then, the Bible says, get baptized. Then we get a free gift we get the free gift of the person of the Holy Spirit. 
And when we have the Trinity God focus on us, how is it then we can live for ourselves? Come on. The Father sent the Son. The Son sent the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is with us. The Son is seated at the right hand of the Father. The Father sits upon the throne. Jesus will leave the throne once more. When that happens, all of His children assembled around the world will be gathered unto Him to worship Him, to pay honor to Him, to work for Him because we're not going to float around on a cloud, to rule nations with Him. Come on, are you understanding? The time is late not to be serious with God. But it's a, a place of understanding. But this God of, this, of the universe wants me. Come on guys, are you there? You know, when you preach the gospel pure and simple, it's amazing to see how many people receive it in its simplicity. And just says, oh, if the word of the Lord says it, I must do it. May we return there as children and just say, if he said it, let's do it. Oh, come on. Can we just give Jesus some praise? You see, what he's after, and I'll close of this, he's not after half-witted devotion. He's not after us singing the songs. That's why we we came up and broke the atmosphere. He's not after us singing the songs. He's after us becoming the children. Growing up to become the sons and possessing the world. Because the world is with eager anticipation crying out for the revelation of the sons of God. I said it before in the in the previous service and I, I want to say it here again yesterday I heard about a story a friend of mine told, told me a story and he said that they he's got a certain another person that he knows another young man that he knows man 30 years of age and at the age of 30 he he dies he died in his sleep but he died in his sleep in his in the mistress's bed and so it came out about a year of adultery was done and this young man died in his sleep. And so as we were talking, the question came and here's the question. Standing in front of a holy God, how does that become plausible? If I say Jesus is Lord, but my life does not reflect it. Are you there? And I'm sure with so many people here assembled that there are many people whose lives is not where it's supposed to be. Do you understand the magnitude of what we are playing with? We are playing with a soul that will live forever. Are you guys there? And so when we look to baptism, I'm telling you the story for a very specific reason. When we look to baptism, it is dying to that old person.
so that when lust knocks, you can't answer. You're dead. When drunkenness knocks, you don't answer. You are not here anymore. You have died to the things of this world. When lewdness and gossip and slander and all these things, if they knock, you cannot answer because you gave your life. You didn't give your heart. You gave your life. And that's the difference for me in the profession of the faith and Christianity. Christians don't just profess, we must live. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that people can pray prayers and live like they want. That's not what the gospel says. That's not the word of the Lord. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him will inherit eternal life. But those that inherit eternal life have an assignment here. And it's to bring the kingdom here. It's not my responsibility to build the church. It's His. Because He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. My responsibility is to extend His kingdom. Come on, are you with me? And so this morning, and I'll close with this thought, you have the awesome opportunity to renounce all allegiance and say, Lord, as I, as I go through the waters of baptism, I am again choosing you. I'm choosing you and I'm becoming one with your burial and your resurrection. And now I am telling the world that you are my Lord, that you are my Savior, that you are my God. I said to you, when I was 12, I got baptized, got spirit for then. Then I kind of lived like I, like I wanted to. Always grew up in a Christian home. But when I was 18, I decided, no. I had an encounter with the Lord. And I said, no, I need to rededicate myself. And I did. And so, you can be, the reason why I'm telling you is because you might have been baptized once, but you feel like, no, I want to, I want to get things right. Then get baptized again. Are you with me? Whatever it takes to be in right relationship through your conscience with God. Because the Holy Spirit will convict you through your conscience. Romans 9.1. So as you sit here this morning, you'll know. And what I want to do this morning is I want to give you, I want to give you the opportunity to respond. And to say, I want to get baptized. And then tonight, we can celebrate your, your oneness in Christ. We can celebrate. There you go, under the water. And there you come out, the new you. Come on, are you, are you with me? But also, what appeals to me in this is that water baptism is a renunciation. It's you renouncing this world and pledging your allegiance to Christ. Come on, it is a beautiful thing. But it is something that we need to choose for ourselves and say, I want to be baptized. Now I understand that if I get baptized, because what you should have gotten, and I'll close with this, 
what you should have gotten is this. When you get baptized, it is because you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. It is because you are making yourself one with His death, burial, and resurrection. Three, you are publicly professing Jesus Christ as Lord with an outward decision to get baptized. And four, it doesn't matter what has been done before. You have a free will you can choose today. Amen? So you can choose today. And so I'm going to get baptized. I want the fullness of God. I want everything He has to offer. Then we need to be obedient. So what I want to do is I want to pray for us in the second service. And I, I shortened what I had to say very specifically to give you time. Because I would want to pray for us and then I want to give you the opportunity to respond. To say, hey, I, I'm denying the world. I'm renouncing the world. I choose Jesus. I'm going to get baptized. And then we get you baptized. Hallelujah. Are you there? And so we're going to hold that baptism service tonight at our five o'clock. And we're going to baptize people right here in the church. We're going to bring the pool in. We're going to baptize you right here. And we're going to trust God for the infilling of the Holy Spirit and for supernatural power to hit your life. We don't serve a dead God. We serve the living God. We don't serve foreign spirits. We serve the Holy Spirit. He's the chief spirit. It's only one spirit we serve. All other spirits will harm you. Are you there? So I want to pray first. I'm going to ask the leaders to come and stand out so long. And then I want to pray for you and give you the opportunity to be bold today and say, here am I. I'm going to get baptized. I remember when I was 12, I couldn't wait. I was so eager to please the Lord. And I pray for that same attitude to be upon you this morning, an eagerness to please the Lord. Amen? Amen. Father, I want to thank you that in this morning, right now, in Jesus' mighty name, that I can pray for my people. I pray, Lord, that in this day, that they'll choose you. Father, thank you that they have the opportunity this day to pledge allegiance to you, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that for every single person, that they, as they get baptized today, Lord, that they will be filled of the Holy Spirit and with power in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you that through the waters of baptism, we can receive the power from above. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. So what I want us to do is this. I want us to, as we, as we acknowledge that our decision to be baptized this morning, I want us everybody to stand. I'm going to ask the leaders to stand here in front and then we're going to give you time. And you're just going to come out and you're going to come and write your name and say, here am I, I'm registering. Is that okay? I want to do it differently because there in the corner we can send you there. But I want us to be bold today. Is that okay? Come on, stand, everybody. Won't you stand with me, church? Thank you so much. Are you bold? Come on, are you bold? Are you full of the fire of the Holy Spirit? Fire of God. Save me, the fire of God lives inside of me. 
So, Father, I thank you just for your word to burn in people's hearts right now and for people, Lord, to respond in Jesus' mighty name. And so I want you to do the following as here stands the pastors here in front. I want you as you come and just say, here am I, I want to get baptized and I'm choosing Jesus publicly today. If that's you, why don't you just step out of your seats and just come to them and come and sign up your name. Let's go for it, guys. Come on, church. There's many other people that need to come. Come and ask the person next to you, are you baptized? Are you baptized? Are you baptized? Are you sure? I'm going to ask the other guy on the other side, so are you baptized? Come on church, make sure. Ask the person behind you, are you baptized? Are you sure? Is he seeker, mark seeker, come on guys. We want our people filled of God. here to the left thank you for your patience guys we just want to capture everybody last invitation if there's anybody that still also wants to get baptized why don't you just jump out of your seat and come now last invite if you need somebody to come with you that's okay grab your neighbor and say let's go Come on, look at the children. The children are getting baptized. That's the power. Thank you so much.